You're listening to A Sunday Kind of Love, a podcast best listened to on a cozy Sunday afternoon, curated with love and deep intention, sessions to expand and pull you closer to who you are and what you deeply crave. It's time to live a life that is meaningful, full of purpose, and feels just right. It's up to us. It's up to us. I do believe in an everyday sort of magic. The inexplicable connectedness we sometimes experience with places, people, works of art, and the like. The eerie appropriateness of moments of synchronicity. The whispered voice. The hidden presence. When we think that we're alone. Charles D. Lint. Hey guys. Welcome back. Today we're going to talk about synchronicity. A beautiful word, and even more beautiful to experience it. Today I'll be sharing a few stories of synchronicity and how it has touched my life, as well as stories of synchronicities in other people that I know. And my hope here is that I remind you of the magic that is still there for us, that I remind you that we are not alone. And even if we can't fully explain that there's a higher power, that we really just simply know that there is. And that's comforting. It reminds me of an Atticus quote, and it's, I wrote it down here, just give me a second. I don't believe in magic, the young boy said. The old man smiled. You will when you see her. I don't believe in magic, the young boy said. The old man smiled. You will when you see her. And like I said in my last episode, you know, a poet writes and maybe has a different meaning to how it's perceived. And now that I'm reading this, maybe he meant the magic of a woman. Or maybe he meant the magic of synchronicity. When I first read that quote years ago, when it first came around, when that little piece of poetry or prose first came around, I really felt that It was pertaining to the spiritual realm, to the magic of synchronicity and spirituality and just always knowing that there's a higher power at work, that there's a greater plan at work. So what is synchronicity? It is a concept that was coined by a psychologist, a very well-known psychologist, Carl Jung. And he termed the word synchronicity to explain the coincidences that we experience in life that somehow seem related. So if you search synchronicity up, it will also say 
I kind of copy pasted this part just so that I could really give you the great explanation. So this is copy pasted from, I do believe, Wikipedia or something like that. And it says a concept which holds that events are meaningful coincidences if they occur with no casual relationship, yet seem to be meaningfully related. I believe that moments of synchronicity and magic are happening more than we know. Signs and coincidences, synchronicities, serendipitous moments, they're happening quite often. And we have to really notice and be present, be still sometimes to really notice it. And then sometimes moments of synchronicity are so obvious that we just cannot deny it. And a pattern I've noticed is these beautiful synchronicities happen in times where we need to be encouraged. Times where we know that we need to be comforted. Um, Also times where it's kind of like a confirmation that we're on the right path. Can I tell you about my story of synchronicity that happened just the other night, September 2nd on the Pisces full moon that evening and the day after. I was spending time with my family. I was at my parents' place. My cell phone was in the bedroom downstairs in the basement we were all hanging out upstairs I went down for something just checked my phone real quick of course and what I thought it was I thought the time of day was around 8 30 or 9 o'clock at night and I looked at my phone and it said 12 22 and I was just like that can't be like 12 22 you know we literally just ate supper not too long ago and everyone's up it can't be 1222 where did the time go so I ran up the stairs I just showed people my phone I was like look it says 1222 is it really that late and they saw the phone and they said that's weird it's not 1222 they looked at their clocks on the wall it's it's nine o'clock but my phone said 1222 and then it did switch back to nine o'clock within the minute but it said 1222. And when that happened, I thought, okay, I'm going to definitely check up the meaning of 1222. But I didn't really think much of it. I just was kind of like, I blew it off. I was like, technology, you know, who knows? Who knows why that happened? Just a glitch in my phone, whatever, blew it off. But then that night before bed, I was doing a little bit of full moon journaling and I did really feel like, you know what, I'm going to look into that 1222. I'm just going to Google the spiritual meaning of it, see if I can get a little hint of what that may have meant, if it meant anything. And the website I went on, it basically confirmed everything that I had been doing that day. That day I had a very important call that was very uncomfortable for me it was with uh, Paul from Soul Tribe Live I talked about him on my last show Uh, he's kind of like my business mentor he was helping me 
with the technical side of the Kajabi website. So I was, you know, doing the hard things, doing the things that are very uncomfortable for me. I was getting things done though. I was, you know, instead of putting it off, I was getting things done. And then when I saw the meaning of 1222, it kind of I felt was my confirmation that you're on the right path because the meaning that I saw was a lot about doing the hard work, you are supported, this is coming together, things like that, things of that nature. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I didn't still think a whole lot of it, though. I still kind of thought it's a coincidence until the next day. The next day, I was walking with a podcast in my ears. It was the Align Within podcast by Ashley Wood. And I don't listen to it frequently. It's one of those, I have it, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I like this or not, but I have it. So I just happened to listen to her latest episode. And it was a beautiful message on Virgo season on, you know, getting things done, stop feeling like you're not enough, do the thing. And then she, the really cool thing about it was she just happened to talk about how she loved the symbolism of the full moon being on September 2nd and where she lives in Manitoba falling on 1222. And when I heard her say that, I just kind of froze in my tracks. I was like, okay. <laughs> she said that for me. Like the chances of her saying that the full moon was on 1222 and the night of the full moon that my phone went to 1222 when it was actually nine o'clock and that I noticed it and all of these things. To me, that is a coincidence, a meaningful coincidence, a whispered voice, a hidden presence that reminds me that I'm not alone. And it also makes me want to journal and find out really what the meaning of that is and really where that came from. I have a lot of stories of, of synchronicity and I want to share a few more though of people in my life so that you get kind of a broad spectrum. So I'm gonna go with sharing a story about my boyfriend next. So my boyfriend, Tyson, he lost his dad when he was in his early 20s. It was a very, very unfortunate, very sudden thing that happened. He misses him very much and when he's really missing him he puts on the last waltz it's by a band called the band so the last waltz it's a concert of this band performing on thanksgiving night many years ago i do believe in the 70s so i had to tell you that little bit before i tell you the rest when tyson's dad Peter passed. They had a wake in the town where they lived. It was Beaver Dam. It was where their beautiful cabin was located. There was a lake there. 
lots of woods and forests. It's a beautiful spot, and that's where they had the wake. And I do hope I'm telling this story correctly. I wasn't there for this part, so and it was many years ago, so I hope I get the details right, but along these lines, the day of the wake, the one road to get there to the cabin, there was a truck that had caught on fire, and because of this, a lot of people couldn't get through to the wake. Next, I'm going to tell you about the day that Tyson's sister got married in Beaverdam. She was getting married at that same location where Pete had his wake. And it's a special place for the family. And as she was getting ready, she said to me, Stephanie, I, I, I hope my dad is here. I wonder if my dad sees this. I hope my dad sees me getting married today. I hope his presence is here. And I, I said, well, I'm sure he sees you. And I, I really hope that you get a sign. But I'm sure he's so proud of you. And I'm sure he's looking down. That day, the justice of the peace who was going to marry them couldn't make it to the wedding. She had to come another day. Rachel's friend had to kind of do an impromptu ceremony because the justice of the peace couldn't make it because there was a truck that had burnt down on that same highway on that very day of her wedding. And when I say that, maybe you'll think, well, that's just a coincidence. It's very possible that you'd think that. I think a few of us thought that too. Until this part of the story. The day after the wedding, Tyson and I were just driving down to the nearest town to get breakfast at the local diner. And as we're driving by the place where the truck had been on fire, the band comes on the radio. The weight, the song by the band, came on the radio at that very moment where we were passing that truck. How beautiful. A meaningful coincidence. Something so beautiful to experience. A whispered voice. A hidden presence, a confirmation that there's something bigger at play. The world is full of magic things, patiently waiting for our senses to grow sharper. A quote by W.B. Yeats. Would you like to know another? story of synchronicity. This involves my mama and her mom who had passed. So my mom was a letter carrier for Canada Post. That's what she had done for her career. It was the day of her retirement and she was sorting her mail as usual. And I should tell you as well, when a letter carrier gets their mail, it's usually pre-sorted another facility and then the mail comes to the letter carriers walk they sort the mail tie it off for delivery 
So a letter carrier usually only sees letters that are for the streets that they deliver to. They don't usually get missorts from another street or another area of town. On my mom's very last day of work, she ended up seeing a missort that was delivered to my grandmother at her old residence that was not located on my mother's mail route. And my mom knew that, you know, that's a confirmation that somehow I'm getting a message that my mom sees me on this day, on this day of my retirement. And the stories I've shared so far, two of them involve someone who's passed on. One of them involves just a message. And I'll tell you another one that happened to me on the day that I really knew that, okay, I am going to be a desire map facilitator. I had wanted to be a facilitator for so many years. Um, if you haven't heard the episode I did on the imposter syndrome, please go back and listen to that after this one. You'll see the whole backstory of how I wanted to do this thing. And for so many years, I doubted myself and I really didn't believe I could. And if you know me now, you know me as the goddess gatherings, you know that I've really stepped into really what I love to do with facilitation and designing retreat experiences and helping people, you know, help guiding them through finding intention and just the life they want to live. Like I'm really, I feel very passionate about this work. I feel it's meant for me. And I found this calling of mine, um, through the desire map facilitation program. Now I found the hint of actually stepping into it through a synchronicity. I was living in Vancouver. I had just quit my job because there was things about that job that were just so out of alignment with who I was and who I wanted to be. I knew so much that that job was not serving me in so many ways and I quit it. I walked out even though it was hard. The very next day was New Year's Day. So I quit on New Year's Eve. And that was very out of character for me as well, I must add. On that New Year's Day, I went to a coffee shop to meet my friend Becky. And I noticed that there was a woman in that coffee shop who had a product of Danielle Laporte's the desire map planner. She was there planning out her year. And I ended up talking to her that day and saying, you know, oh, I love Danielle Laporte. I love the desire map. It's really blessed my life. And I dream of being a facilitator someday. And she said, funny thing. I work for Danielle Laporte. I'm her designer. Wow. I couldn't get over that. And we really hit it off and we exchanged Instagram accounts and everything else. And, you know, I knew right then and there, okay, that was a major sign. That was a sign that I did the right thing, that I did the right thing, listening to my heart, listening to what I knew I needed when I left the job that was really, really weighing me down in so many ways. 
And then I was out putting resumes out around town, going out of my comfort zone, trying to find something that was more fulfilling and purpose-driven. And as I'm doing that, I kind of had the thought of, you know, well, maybe that, what, you know, meeting her in the coffee shop, maybe that wasn't much of a coincidence, or maybe it wasn't a synchronicity, maybe it was just a coincidence. And guess what? I saw that woman again. I saw Danielle Laporte's designer again. So a few days after or the day after, I can't be clear on when the timeline was, but the day that I was doing a hard thing, the day I was out on my own on the streets of Vancouver, handing out resumes to interior designers, I saw Danielle Laporte's designer again. And then I knew, join the facilitation program become a desire map licensee and am I ever happy that I listened because that one thing that I did opened up so many doors for me it really drastically changed my life it was what I was searching for and couldn't find it was the purpose that I needed it was the stepping stone to my soul's work. So beautiful. As I said earlier, synchronicities tend to pop up when you are doing things that are a little harder, where you need that comfort or you need that nudge. How about one more story before we turn it over to the reflection questions? My brother-in-law slash my good friend, love him very much. His name is Chris. Him and my sister are working on this really massive project. It's restoring this homestead. It's on a beautiful land. It hasn't been easy, the restoration process. It has not been a piece of cake, but he continues to show up. He continues to work through the the issues that maybe he's never dealt with before like and it's really turning out and he's had a lot of synchronicities in this something like the house has a lot of windows very symmetrical lots of windows I think there might be if I'm right I think there might be like eight windows all the same size in the front of his home and he totally redid it. He put new siding, new windows, and he really wanted to put shutters on this house. And so it had the eight small windows in the front, the one bigger window on the side. And guess what? My dad just happened to have exactly the amount of shutters that he needed, the exact size. So he had 16 smaller shutters for the front and two larger shutters for the side window. There was no modification needed, nothing. Let's turn it over to you. If you have your journal, please do take it out. Or if you're just going to, you know, think of whatever comes to mind or speak out your answers, like I say, anything works. What is your relationship to coincidences, 
What is your relationship to signs? Do you think that it's nothing or do you really believe that there's something to believe in? A higher presence at work? What do you believe? And next, I want you to reminisce. I want you to go back in time and remember a time that you had a meaningful event happen where you felt that, well, that's interesting, or isn't that beautiful or comforting? A moment where you felt like something bigger was at play. Write out the details of that. for you is are you open to receiving synchronicities and magic and miracles and messages are you open to it and if you're open to it will you promise yourself to slow down and notice is full of magic things patiently waiting for our senses to grow sharper. W.B. Yeats Well, I do hope that you enjoyed this talk that we had today. I hope that you got some chills when you heard some of the stories. And if you don't believe in something bigger, I hope that maybe this talk has helped you see that maybe there is something bigger. Maybe there is something beautiful at work. It reminds me of a conversation I had with a coworker one day at work about higher power. Like we were really engaged in this conversation about higher power and spirituality and that kind of stuff. We're very like minded in that. And then another coworker walked in on us on our conversation and he was like, what are you guys talking about? And we were just talking, we said, oh, we're just talking about, you know, the magic of life and higher power and all of this, our beautiful experiences we've had. He said, oh gosh, I don't believe in anything like that. Like I totally don't believe in anything and you guys are crazy. <laughs> and I just was like, I totally respect that, dude. Like, I totally respect where you're coming from. You just haven't felt it yet. And I said, I won't try to convince you. And you'll just know when you know. You'll know when you feel it. And that's all it is. So if you haven't felt the magic of life, if you haven't felt something bigger at work for you, it's okay. You'll know when you know. And maybe it'll be something that is like you know, 
it's something so obvious and you may not even believe it then. And then maybe it'll have to come back even more obvious a second or third time for you to notice. But when it's time for you to notice, you'll notice. In today's world, there is a lot of stress, a lot of chaos, a lot to consume us. And it's very helpful to really trust that we are not alone. And I promise you, we aren't. I may not know exactly how to put it into words as to what this higher power is. I believe in God myself. was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.